Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. Hey all, Scott here from Paddle and Finn. I just want to uh, put a little disclaimer on this pod. We apologize in advance for the audio. We had some issues that we didn't discover till the pod was over. Um, but Ethan did such a great job, we just couldn't scrap it. So uh, uh, hopefully you guys can put up with uh, some of the uh, nuances of the audio and uh, uh, get into some of the wealth of information that Ethan brought to the pod because I'm telling you what, it was a really, really good one. So uh, we hope you enjoy it. We thank you for tuning in and enjoy the pod. episode of paddle and finn i'm scott and i'm brian and uh, with us we have ethan uh shyway from uh, rutabaga uh, kayak shop up in madison wisconsin welcome ethan well thanks for having me guys yeah no absolutely man and i gotta tell you we have a first tonight our guest is actually going to take take uh, part in the old uh, coffee talk bro brew. Yeah, I like it. So what do you, what what are we drinking tonight, Bry? Talk about it. you you brewed this tonight. You know what it is. No, you don't know what it is. The Scandinavian blend. The Cameron's organic. Cameron's. That's why it tastes so good. <laughs> I can't find the Cameron's by my place, dude. I like it's all ground, and I'm a I'm a coffee snob. Yeah, like me too. Bean, me know? too. And uh, I I haven't been able to find it. 
Yeah, we uh, we got a Woodman's right by the house, and they got a ton of Camerons. So I just get a whole bean. Problem. I got a Woodman's by the house, but I never go there. <laughs> <laughs> and you're drinking in a paddle and fin cup, dude. Paddle and fin coffee mug. <laughs> Straight from our web store. Does that make it taste better? Oh, it makes it taste delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and Ethan, what are you drinking, man? I hear you're drinking coffee, too. Uh, I have some Just Coffee bike fuel. From a local Madison roaster. Also purchased at Woodman's, which is just on the road from me. What uh, was it called? Bike Fuel from Just Coffee. Nice. Interesting. Is that a dark, a medium? Kind of what is it? It's it's a medium. <clears throat> medium roast, I believe. Excellent. Is it awesome? Or... I, I, I enjoy it. I, uh, I, I too, am a coffee snob, and it's, it, it, it fills, fills that void in my life. So, quick question. French press... Standard brew. How do you do it? This, this was a pour over. Oh, oh. Pour Very over, and I also French press. There's no coffee maker in the house. I think Ethan's gonna fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's already in the paddle and fin family. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. So, <clears throat> for our listeners out there. Um, I was on the road, what was it, a week or two ago, I think. Yeah, you were up, up in Arcadia, I think I was going, uh, visiting a client, and I passed through Madison, and uh, you and Jay had done some fishing on the Madison chain. Yeah, and, and Jay had you know, mentioned Rutabaga to me, and we were going to stop in there, but we fished all day in the rain, and uh, I mean, we probably paddled a couple miles, so we were pretty burnt out. So yeah. once we got off the water, we hit the McDonald's, and then that was it. We drove past Rutabaga. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's all right. Hey, I understand. We we didn't get a chance to stop <clears throat> in, but I know I know our friend Jay Randall has stopped in there several times, and uh, he had told me about it. And then you know, in return, I relayed that info to Scott here, and and then I think you called me when you were left there, and you were like, "Dude, this battle shop, you got to check it out." <laughs> well, I was going through Madison, and I was like, "Man." <clears throat> I got to stop in that rutabaga. So I looked it up and I was like 10 minutes away and yeah. I was so happy I stopped, man. Cause I mean, it's a killer shop. It's really cool. It, it looks super. I mean, obviously I haven't seen the inside, but from the outside, I mean, Ethan, the store looks super huge, right? Yeah. It's, um, I, I, I don't have the square footage off the top of my head, but it's, 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 uh, it's, a, we're a large, you know, we got a large floor, floor space. That's so awesome. we've got, you know, we have over 200 boats kayaks canoes and stand-up paddle boards on our showroom floor oh that's awesome that's awesome and you guys are right there off of what is that 12 18 or 14 18 yeah so right off right off of 12 18 right off the monona drive exit you know half a mile off yeah i know it's super close to the highway there well and then you got that whole back area too man right that's all gated and you got a ton of boats back there too yeah so we've got um you know we'll we have a couple hundred boats back there and then we've got two warehouses down the road filled with more boats actually unbelievable that's awesome that's awesome <clears throat> and man there was a peril brian there was uh, uh trailer stuff i mean they had anything kayak canoe boating related they got they had it that's sweet and then you guys also have like a like a launch kind of right behind your shop as well too right yeah um so we we're right on the water uh, right in our backyard and and we do test paddling seven days a week all day every day free of charge so everyone can uh, get out there and try out any canoe kayak stand up paddle boards they want that's awesome 
That's awesome, yeah. Yeah, I know we tried that when me and Jay were up fishing, uh, you know, we wanted to fish right by that bridge there, right down the street from your shop, because it's got yeah. all those pylons underneath 1218 there. Yeah. And uh, the launch was actually closed because the river was high, so we fished uh, that one... Uh, bigger lake just to the south of 1218 there, I, I forget which one it is. Yeah, they're Mud Lake or Lake Wabisa. Well, that's what it was, the Wabisa. Yeah, yeah. nice. We, we got into some nice fish, man. Yeah, you guys did good. Yeah, I think I caught like an 18 and a half right up there by that bike path or whatever. That was oh, the day sure, I saw yeah. the, <clears throat> the thunderstorms about 3 a.m. and oh, I, I sure, was yeah. out. Yeah. I totally yeah. was yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't blame you, man. Like, it, it wasn't fun fishing. <laughs> yeah. In the afternoon, it cleared up, but, I mean, it rained on us from the time we got on the water till probably about noon. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then when the sun started poking out, I started throwing top water, and I really got into it. No, you guys got into them, yeah. for sure, for sure. So... So, there's something specific about the name. So let's go into the history of the shop a little bit, Ethan, if you could. So, I, when I was in the shop, you had some stuff on the walls. There was Frank Zappa references. Kind of set me straight on all this. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, so kind of a, a unique name coming from a unique source. Uh, Rutabaga was actually started in the mid '70s, and at the you know original original location, which my understanding is basement of a of a house, um, they were you know working through boat stuff and would just play Frank Zappa on repeat all day every day. And nice. the uh, the neighbors started calling them the the Rutabaga Boys because in Frank Zappa's song uh, <clears throat> "Call Any Vegetable," they start chanting it about midway through. Start chanting Rutabaga <laughs> and. Yeah, just hearing that all day, every day, the uh, the neighbors, yeah, just started calling them the Rutabaga Boys, and the name stuck. That's oh, that's awesome. hilarious. That's cool. So you guys have been open since the mid-70s? Yeah, yeah, we're 40 years, a little over 40 wow. years now. That's awesome. You know, we've been in a few different uh, few different locations, but our, our current uh, location was built in 1992 for us. Oh, that's sweet. So Still that's been a long time there, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> that's awesome. So, uh, so I guess from your perspective, I mean, we kind of got the origin of the shop. We talked to kind of about the layouts, etc. Can I talk a little bit about some of the brands you carry and and that kind of stuff too, to give our listeners an idea of uh, kind of what they could expect? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, when it comes to brand wise, I mean, we've got about thirty different, you know, water vessel brands um, at the shop. And when it comes to uh, fishing specific, you know, we're uh, Native, Watercraft, Jackson, Kayak, um, Old Town, Wilderness, Bonafide, New Company, um, we carry, you know, Hurricane, Liquid Logic, you know, all the all the big names there. And then, you know, when it comes to paddles, we're Warner and Bending Branches, Aquabound. You've got all the all the big hitters with, you know, paddle clothing, Kokatat, NRS. Uh, life jackets, all that good stuff. And then also you got the Yakima trailers and the roof yeah, racks yeah. and all that stuff yeah, too. Yeah, so right? Yakima, Yakima roof racks, Thule roof racks, the Yakima trailers, Malone trailers. Um, so we got some um, you know, awesome options there. You know, that's another thing we do uh, quite a lot of. We offer free installation. You know, if any uh, roof rack bought from us, I will assemble trailers, get all that stuff going for everyone. That's cool. That's super cool. So, um, <clears throat> I guess the 
when we when a, a new customer comes in because we've got a lot of brand new kayak fishermen that, that contact us and say hey man you know like the pod you know we're we're learning like you guys are learning etc you got someone like us maybe five six months ago that didn't know anything walks in and says hey i really want to get into kayak fishing what's your process for getting them in the right boat or at least steering them in the right direction yeah so you know you guys come in with a lot of questions but we're going to ask you a lot of questions you know we really want to um, you know, we, it's, our goal is to get you the best boat for your needs, not sure. necessarily the boat that we want to sell. So we need to ask you, you know, where do you want to go with it? What do you want to do with it? Do you want to stand? Or are you just interested in sitting, um, you know, sit on top versus something more like a sit inside? You know, is there going to be any, um, you know, issues getting in and out of the boat, you know, launching and whatnot, um, to offer, you know, to figure out, you know, is the sit and top going to be easy for easier for you or do you want to dry your right um, for the sit inside? Um, and then, you know, we really just go from there and that's, you know, the, the test paddling really answers all of those questions. So, you know, once we figure out, you know, are you going to be doing river fishing, just lake fishing, you know, do you want some speed and some extra glide? Do you want a boat that still paddles really nicely, or are you just looking for the most stable option um, that exists out there? You know, with those, with those kind of, with that kind of knowledge and just having a real candid conversation, you know, we can narrow down to a couple different options, and then, and then we can go out onto the water, um, you know, and you know, see how a boat feels. You know, you can sit in a boat, and you know, for the most part, these fishing kayaks it's like having a lawn chair and kayak so they're pretty much all comfortable but you know a boat that feels comfortable on the sales floor might feel totally different on the water so we want to really uh, experience that and and have that knowledge you know before moving on yeah no i think that's some great insight right there yeah you, for sure you know uh, i think that's something we both preach you know just getting in a boat and trying it out i mean you know, looks and layout is one thing, but what it actually feels like on the water is totally yeah. different. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't buy a car without taking it for a test drive. Why buy a yeah. boat without taking it for a test paddle? Yeah, I you use that, that reference a lot. I think. Yep. Yeah, I think that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, <clears throat> and that and that's that's where you know, we really solve everything. And you know, like uh, you really learn about the stability. You know, obviously with fishing kayak, stability is a big big concern you know we want to have you know an option where you can stand and if a bass boat comes flying by you and kicks up a two-foot wave you don't have to freak out and you know get as low as you possibly can and embrace yourself for that you know there's and you can still get your fist in the air in time yeah. <laughs> right yeah there you go yeah. exactly exactly so i don't want to put you on the spot but let, let's walk through it real quick because I'm, I'm like looking for a, a, a you know a new kayak as well right so if someone were to come to you like me, Ethan, and say, you know what, I want something that's really stable, paddles well, I want everything, so this is not going to be easy. Um, it paddles well, it's a pedal drive, has electric okay. options, and, um, <clears throat> you know, doesn't weigh, you know, 180 pounds. Sure, yeah, and that's that's obviously the other thing that we talk about is, are you trailering this? Are you putting it on the back of a pickup yep. truck, or are you going to try to get this on top of your Ford Excursion? Because it's a big, you know, it's a, the worst part about paddling is loading and unloading. Um, oh, no. you know, that's, that's so trying to ease that up. But, yeah, I mean, if you were coming in looking for a boat that, you know, was efficient, um, that you could paddle drive, you know, I mean, throwing out specific models like the uh, the Wilderness Attack 120, you know, it's a, um, in, the, in the radar um, from Wilderness 115, both of those boats are 
um, you know, really, they really streamlined, like the, the designers really went after the hull, you know, and the hull shape rather than just making a super wide boat. So, um, you know, catamaran style, double tunnel hulls, you know, that, that kind of stuff can really, really aid in the stability. Um, but that said, you know, with more stability, the less efficient the boat is, um, just because it's going to be, you know, more, more boat in the water, uh, and all that. So, you know, from there, like the native Slayer 13, I mean, that's a, that's a big one for us. That boat is, is smooth, sort of streamlined, um, you know, not, well. not, not particularly wide. So it paddles yeah. really well. Um, you know, that boat, uh, you know, has tons of stability to be able to stand in. Um, you know, I don't want to, obviously we sell, we sell tons of stuff, but when I hear someone that wants streamlined, but also pedal like the radar from wilderness systems or the Slayer 13 from native. Um, that's kind of what I gravitate towards. Um, but like Jackson kind of came out last year with the, uh, Kusa FD and the cruise FD with their flex drive, uh, system. And those both boats, both paddle, uh, exceptionally well. You know, what's funny is, um, Brian, we had we, we talked about a couple pedal drives last week on the pod, and we had a guy reach out to us about that wilderness radar, didn't we? Yeah, I think it was the radar. Yeah, I'm almost positive it was the radar. I didn't realize you guys carried wilderness actually. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. In the uh, you were here, and you know, we kind of already did some switch over on the boats on the floor and make some more room for some kind of clothing and whatnot. But you know, we've got you know three to five pedal pedal boats in the shop during the you know peak uh, peak season at any given time and yeah we got the wilderness you know full full fishing line from them as well we should take a look at that one too because i don't think we know any other providers that actually have a have carry wilderness yeah i i mean you know i think uh last week when we were kind of talking it was just stuff we were kind of looking at right seeing up close and personal right and uh yeah the gentleman um didn't he, it wasn't the radar he yeah, was talking about? Yeah, commented on one of the posts, and I believe it was a radar. I'm looking it up. We can, we can check that out, but yeah. So <clears throat> so stability-wise and, you know, good paddling and a, and a, an efficient pedal drive, you, you would probably gravitate, you're thinking, at least at a first glance, to probably either the wilderness or the uh, uh, the native, right? The Slayer. Yeah, yeah, and at least, the, at least the Slayer series. The Titan, you know, that's your... 100 plus pound boat that you know really is uh, it's, it's best to be put on a trailer um but that's right. super wide but you know for being a particularly wide boat it still paddles really nicely i remember watching a youtube video of two guys comparing a slayer 10 propel versus a titan 10.5 propel and you know they they both really felt that the titan was uh, uh equal if not better um to the slayer is that right yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, they they native did a lot to really get that hull to be um, efficient while still still maintaining a you know a, a large capacity and a large width you know for extra stability. And that boat actually they 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 put some foam on the interior of of the boat so in between you know in between the the deck and the hull um, to really help it uh, give it some extra buoyancy. So there's actually less boat in the water. Interesting. So it keeps it higher, but it's a little heavier. Yeah, you know, definitely add some weight. Um, you know, that boat is, you know, when we, <laughs> when we first heard about them, you know, they were, for, at least for our shop, they were kind of, the Titan 13.5 was the first, like, 
big boat. I mean, Jackson had the big rig, which was a big boat, but the Titan was, it was like, wait, how could they make it bigger than the big rig? Um, (laughs) And, and they did. And, it, you know, it wasn't that bad to carry, but we were all like, you know, unloading the semi truck of boats. We, we see all the Titans at the end, like, oh boy, here we go. Of course, the heaviest boats are at the are the last ones to grab out of a hundred some <laughs> some boats off the truck. But yeah, you know, it, it really wasn't too bad. You know, the handles were in nice nice places to to double carry it. Now, what what if someone came in and they were just looking to paddle and they just wanted a really efficient paddle and they weren't looking to stand? They're really looking just an efficient paddling boat, good fishing, that kind of stuff. What, what would you gravitate to then? Yeah, um, I mean the native Slayer non-propel saves a little bit of weight. You know, the Slayer 12 Pro is a is a sweet boat. Um, you know, you don't you know with like the Wilderness Radar. The cool thing about that boat is you don't you buy the pedal drive separately. So like you could buy just that boat. You don't need the pedal drive. It's got a console that goes where that is in place and you can add the paddle drive later um otherwise like jackson the cuda hd that boat is sweet you know you can stand in it but it is still really really streamlined yep um the tarpon 130x from wilderness also super streamlined that boat didn't have standing in mind at all you know is they really just went for um a straight up efficient fishing kayak uh, that's that's pretty nice um, you know, and then the old town, the new top waters, uh, brand new this year, the 106 and the 120, the 120, I mean, that thing, I think paddled really well, um, you know, without, they do have a pedal option, um, but the, the 120 by itself, you know, it sat up high up the water. Um, I think that thing moved through the, through the water, water nicely. Interesting. Um, you know, be, beyond that, I mean, with, you know, this boat has standing in mind, but, the the bona fide, the bona fide boats, the SS 107, the SS 127. Um, that boat, you know, yeah, you can stand up in it, but it just feels feels like an arrow. I mean, it just it paddles. Ethan, did you talk to Brian before this? Because he's. Well, like I was wondering. I remember right looking at your Facebook page and saw the bona fide. <laughs> uh, uh, somebody had it. I was assuming it was Brian that had it. <laughs> I already talked to you, and you had that new canoe. Yeah, yep. that's my baby. <clears throat> pretty fun boat yeah. huh yeah dude i love it um you know i i think i talked about it on the, our last podcast like uh originally i when i went to demo that boat um down in rockford um i when i went to the demo i i thought for sure i was gonna go home with a new canoe uh, pursuit pursuit yeah and sure. I I definitely want to try the try the bonafide, and I also took out a uh, predator, old town predator mm-hmm. PDL. Yeah, and you know the old town was cool, you know, but it just the pedal drive wasn't in my budget at that time. Um, sure. So I was kind of deciding between the two, and I thought the bonafide was just like way more stable than the new canoe. Um, but yeah, I love that boat, man. I mean, I could. I'm six four, like two hundred and fifty pounds, and I can dance a jig in that thing, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, you know the storage options in it and stuff are are super sweet, you know. Um, you know it's been a great paddle craft for me. Um, you know it is a little sluggish compared to that new canoe pursuit. Pursuit. Okay. But yeah. I think that's the trade off, you know, right? Is the 
the stability, whereas I'm a guy that likes to stand and fish like 80% of the time on the water, and, you know, versus, you know, getting the speed of paddling um, out of the new canoe pursuit, you know, it was a trade-off, but, uh, you know, I'm kind of happy that I went with that Bonafide, um, but uh, speaking of which, have you guys got any 11.7s in, new RS-11.7s? Not quite. Um, definitely okay. have a ton on order, um, but they are they're not that's in what, yet. That's what everybody's told me. <laughs> <laughs> not the only one either. They're they're working hard down there. I mean, they yeah, you know, they're they're, uh, they're still a brand new company, um, and they are you know, they're really killing it. Uh, kind of taking the taking the fishing kayak world by storm. You know, the boats are the boats are really intelligent. I mean, you can just tell the amount of effort into making the you know their ideal you know fishing, fishing kayak yeah. it's all there no i agree i agree 100 and then on, on most of these pedal drives that we talk about like the predator the slayer uh, propel the wilderness radar you were talking about are do all those need additional accessories just to paddle meaning to plug up that hole that the the, the drive sits through or how does that whole thing work as far as switching from paddling to you know, lifting your drive out and all that good stuff. What's your take on that? Yeah, um, it's 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 simple. You don't need anything else. Um, the boats kind of come um, standard, and you know there are um, you know caps, I guess you'd say, uh, things that fill in those those holes uh, if needed. So, like the the Jackson boat, it has a lever where the 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 propel you know just flips up into the hull of the boat, um, so that you know gets rid of all the clearance needed there and you can just paddle that boat freely the uh, wilderness boat is um, they're definitely unique with it the the radar and their helix pedal drive has like a stomp plate so if you line up the the uh, the pedals properly you just stomp on this little plate super easy to to get to and the the drive retracts um, and pulls into the hull um, you know then the the old town boat, you just it's just lift, you just grab onto it and it's got it's a pretty interesting hinge system where it just pulls right up and then native, same way, you just gotta line up that uh that the propeller the drive with yeah. the prop indexer and then you just lift it lift it out, you know, kind of also on a rotating hinge. Um, so they're so, all so really easy. So having that gaping hole though in the middle of the front of the hull, like doesn't affect the paddling at all? Well, and with the when they're still they're still plugged up with like with the the propel drive with everything there there's still um, you know that that recess can still be covered um, without it. anything additional it's everything that you would use is is still there um, like the Jackson and the Wilderness you don't really have to do anything because it's still just just sitting inside the hole the the hull of the boat but it's still you know covering that area up the Native has this cover that just has some bungees on it super easy on and off so really nothing much to consider there then the old town um you know still has has a a plate that you can put there so one other thing i want to ask you about on that slayer because we were talking about that that native slayer 13 propel i've got a trolling motor but is it's i mean i don't think that the opening is wide enough for the trolling you know how do you know like you just gotta does it fit most trolling motors or all of them or is it wide enough like how does that yeah, so with their with their motor mount that you know sits in place of the propel drive, you know they yep. they have their recommendations, um, a bunch of, uh, and I'm not 
I'm not super savvy with exactly which trolling motors and how they're going to no, fit, sure, but a lot sure. of like the, the, the short armed, um, they recommend a bunch of different Minn Kota ones. Okay. Um, that, that just a transom style mount that just clamps right onto there. And yeah. it's, just, it, it's sweet because it's right in front of you. You can steer the boat and you're, you're steering more from the front. You can use the rudder obviously to, um, to get you going. So it's, uh, it's, having the motor right below you versus way off at the back of the boat. Um, you know, my, my understanding is it's just gonna, it, it helps propel the boat that much easier and that much more efficiently, um, without having to uh, deal with any squirreliness. Well, then you can just use your rudder, right? You could even lock it down and have it straight ahead and just use your rudder exactly. to too, right? Got it. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, using the hand controlled, the hand-controlled rudder there, um, you know, to, to spin you around uh, quickly is, um, yeah, just set it and go. You can so easily does, troll with that. So you mentioned the the radar, the Wilderness radar um, pedal power, but so Wilderness also has a electric motor option too? Yep. So they've got their their Helix motor drive. Uh, it's built by Torquedo. Um, oh. Yeah. So, yeah it's, it's, What's that? Did you know that? That the wilderness has um, the electric option as well. It's built by Torquedo. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't yeah, know yeah. So that came out a couple of years ago, and it um, it just plugs right into the base. So in, in place of the the motor, or I'm sorry, of the of the pedal drive, um, just sits right in there. Easily removable, easily installed. Um, it's just a, a massive lithium ion, waterproof lithium ion battery that's right on top. Um, unplug that, charge that when you get out, get home, take it inside. Um, and then they've got their, um, their throttle, you know, it's a forward and reverse, uh, which is just sitting, you know, it's a, a module that, you know, can sit on any round ball mount off of a track that, you know, it's just got like a joystick to go forward and back. Um, it's got a kill switch that's going to connect to you, um, as well as the drive. So if you were to, you know, lose your balance and tip out of the boat, the boat's going to stop. You know, it's going to going to kill itself right there. So, do you guys um, do you guys sell Torquedo products up at? Uh, we don't we don't carry you know really their whole line of stuff. We carry pretty much just what Wilderness is offering, which is going to be that that motor drive. Okay, okay, no, that's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah, uh, the guy that commented last week it was Dave C, uh, one of our Facebook followers, and he was talking about the radar. It was the radar. Interesting. So he said it was a, a good pedal kayak, um, great for paddling, but also had good power option, which it sounds like you just covered. So Ethan, I'm actually hating talking to you because now you're the plot thickens. Now I've got like more boats to consider. <laughs> yeah, we only we only talked about a few, and we have a ton of <laughs> options. See, and I think that's a great thing, though. It is. It you is. Know, I don't hate you, Ethan. I was joking. Well, and like I get, I get confused myself. So sitting here talking, I'm like, you know, it's it's, it's a lot, a lot easier on the on the sales floor. You see a boat, and you can instantly think of it. I'm like, all right, which wait, you we have so many head, options. Man, what boats great. do we actually carry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, if you don't mind me asking, Ethan, how long have you worked at Rutabaga or been in like just the yeah? I've been I've been here for for eight years. Okay, okay. Were you at another shop beforehand, or just you know? No, no, I wasn't really in the paddle sports industry. It was just uh, a good fit at the right time. You know, I started off 
seasonal sales that we do. You know, our, our, obviously our business is very seasonal, and so we have sure. uh, you know, a large pool of people that come, you know, come in just for the summer, um, and you know, and then leave in the fall. And so I spent a couple of years doing that, and then was brought on full time, and um, just kind of worked my way up up through that. That's sweet. So, uh, I'm going to ask you about another kayak that we've been talking a lot about, the Predator. Yeah. Yeah. Give us your, give us your feedback. Give us your feedback, break brother. Pros, cons, break her down. Because we're, we're liking that one, too. The problem is we yeah. like them all. You're seeing that, right? Yeah, right. We like them all. Cool thing. Like, the Predator is, is, is a sweet boat, um, massive standing area. So, you can t- uh, tilt that seat backwards and just get it entirely out of the way super easily. And then, all of a sudden, you've got, you know, several feet of, of room to stand and walk around on the on the deck um you know that boat uh, yeah just has has a lot of standability in it um the the pedal drive they worked on you know spent a couple of years developing that and I, I think they really knocked it out of the park and actually four or five years ago they came out and they still have the a min coda motor that drops into that spot so you know it's it's a, it's specific for the predator um, hook up a battery to it. There's wiring through the hull, so the battery is going to be behind you, and that thing's super fun as well. So I had, uh, I had heard that that's a different kayak altogether, though. Like they're not the same. The pedal one, yeah, and the Minkota one. Yeah, exactly. So the Pre- the Predator XL MK MK being the Minkota, that's going to take the Minkota drive, and then they have the Predator PDL for their their pedal option. But is the hole for the drive the the two different? It, it is it is different yeah and it, the way that the drive mounts is really the the unique aspect that really uh, differentiates the two boats um you know i talking to talking to designers and boat companies it is very difficult to get a uh, a pedal plus a um a motor drive really designed into one unless you had that idea from the start sure right. sure which i think you know, you know a, a few different boat manufacturers are kind of Yep. Just came out with that overdrive and then Jackson with mm-hmm. the HDI. Yeah, Jackson with the E drive, yeah. Yeah. Wilderness yeah, has the, the helix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and those, you know, those are two two pieces, you know, separate from each other, the helix motor drives and the helix oh, okay. pedal drive. Um and my understanding with like the, the feel free is you know, it's like an addition to what is the pedal drive and yeah, same with the Jackson E drive. Yeah, I think it just kind of like mounts on the top or something. I'm not super familiar with the Feel Free line. Yeah, I haven't messed around too much with the Feel Free one, and you know we're still waiting for for our Jackson um, um, drive uh, electric drive to come in. But the the Jackson one, like the you know in, in transportation, the the um, the propeller and and that whole module stays there. The only thing that you remove is the um, differential and the, um, the 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 pedal. So okay. You just pop that out, and my understanding is the E drive just takes place of that. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Like that whole upper drive, I mean, it just comes off, and then the motor yeah. part just slides right on the top or something. Hmm. So aside from deck space, um, and obviously we talked about the two uh, propelling options, right? The electric and the and the pedals for the the two different Predators. What I guess. Um, from a, a, a preference perspective, if someone's really interested in stability and obviously the pedal bit, um, who, what would you say are your, probably your top three um, kayaks that, that 
users wind up uh, purchasing from that perspective. Yeah, the Predator PDL, super stable. Got it. The native Titan. Um, you know, really? Works. Yeah, well, that's that, that's that super wide, like 41 inches wide for like eight feet of the boat. Um, that, but I mean, a lot and, of customers, a lot of customers walk out with a Titan. That's interesting. I would think the wind yeah, would be a that, little prohibitive. That boat really surprised me this year. So two years ago, they came out with a 13.5, um, which you know it, it was it was a nice boat. It did okay for us. And then this year, 2018, they came out with the 12 and the 10.5, and those two boats just crushed it for us. We couldn't keep enough of the 10.5s in stock. Wow. Um, at first, I was I was hesitant to. Um, so I'm also our boat buyer at the shop, and so I. Yeah, you know, it's really hesitant to bring you know a large number of those in because you know the thirteen five it did okay, but I'm just like, who's, who's spending a, who's buying a boat that's 150 plus pounds? Well, it turns out a lot of people because yeah, we couldn't keep them in stock. I I put one on the floor, I'd install some of the boondocks landing gear on it, and the, the next day it was gone. Yeah, you know, I did that happened multiple times. Do you find so that good problems people... to have? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you find that a lot of people that buy that book, they end up buying the trailer from you as well? Or are they just throwing it like in the back? I'm sorry, yeah, you, you kind of broke up there. Oh, do you find that a lot of people that buy that boat end up buying a trailer from you? Or do they throw it in the back? Yeah, the yeah, it's definitely, you see a lot of them sitting on trailers or, you know, considering they've got um, some the, the Boondocks landing gear. Are both of you guys familiar with the landing gear? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the big wheels that sit off, up, up, flip up top and flip up down, um, or flip down when you're when you're ready to use them. With that, I mean, you know, I, I see people throwing them in the back of their pickup trucks a lot. Uh, I will say, I did load a Titan 10.5 on top of a Toyota 4Runner once, um, and that was about the last time I wanted to ever do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you never saw those people again, did you? <laughs> no, they they were from Minnesota, so I knew I was never going to see him again. But um, but yeah, the, uh, nice guys. Um, but it was a yeah, it was definitely a chore to to, to haul that thing up top. So we got the Predator, you got the Titan, and then what's the third? You think that's probably one of your top sellers from a pedal perspective? Uh, the the Jackson Cusa FD did really well for us last year. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, we got a good friend. If you've listened to the podcast, Ethan, we've got a good friend who uh, is on the pro staff there. His name is Jay Randall. Brian's mentioned him a few times. But, yeah, uh, yeah he's we went out with him a few times, and that's what kind of got us thinking about. We really got to think about this pedal thing, you know? It just it makes it makes life so much easier, and especially if you're interested in trolling. I mean, that's that's a sure. total game changer there. If you're, if you're trolling, um, you, you need it. You know, if, 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 if you want to do it right, you need it. Yeah, no, I could, I could agree with that. I mean, I do a lot of trolling out of a big boat um, up on Green Bay for walleyes and such. And, uh, you know, I had a conversation with uh, our friend Jay, you know, because he's got the Kusa, and he's actually looking to get into the big rig FDHD uh, come yeah. spring, you know, and that was one of the things we were talking about. We are like, dude, we can, you know, if we get a nice decent day on green bay we can go up and troll for wallies you know mm-hmm. so right it's it's definitely cool do you guys or are you guys um since we're talking jackson are you guys getting the um, the blue skies in yeah we'll have we'll have some of the the blue skies blue skies in this year um you know we'll be uh, not quite sure when we'll be seeing that shipment um but we'll definitely uh, be having that on the floor uh, so that's a I, the first time I, I paddled, paddled, 
didn't really paddle it at all. I just paddled it. Um, <laughs> last year at a, at a trade show. And at first I was like, yeah, it just seems weird. Like, do, do, right. do, is this really going to work? Is, you know, do people really need this? And I got on it and just, like, I started picturing myself in scenarios with that boat, like sitting, having a cold beverage, watching the sunset, you know, right. with some with some lines in the water, like it, that that thing was so. It, it was like walking on a, on a living room. I mean, it right. just like it wasn't. It's not going anywhere. And the pe- the pedal is nice. The swivel chair was sweet. And uh, like as silly as it is, just steering the boat was fun because of the because the, the joysticks that you steer it with. It just felt like That's I was cool. like piloting a ship. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was that that boat was just really fun to be in. So yeah, we'll definitely have those. Um, you know, that boat's kind of a yeah, useful, but also you know it's a, it's an experience. You know, it's 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 fun to fun to use. Do you think it'll be more of a boat that's uh, for like a permanent resident kind of thing? Like you're living on the water, you drag it down, or do you think uh, it, it's actually portable? In a in a perfect world, you'd have it outside your outside your backyard on the lake. Right. Um, right. But it is the whole thing is you know fully collapsible, just uh, mm-hmm. um, not super difficult to to take the pieces apart. Um, you know, it's just you just have to do it. You just have to take pieces apart. Um, or if you've got you know a wide enough trailer with some bars on it, you know, instead of like a, a standard bass boat type trailer with just some crossbars on it. Uh, I, I uh, well, I haven't tried it. I can imagine that you can just strap it straight to that. Can you imagine the looks? Yeah. You get with the, I mean, how awesome that would be! People are like, what is that guy doing? Yeah. Well, right. I, I mean, I've called it the party barge. <laughs> right, right, exactly. It's like a pontoon boat. You could like fit like three people on that thing. And, well, they have the tandem mean, one coming out this year too. Two oh, no way! Yeah, yeah, are you serious? That's awesome. Two side by side seats instead of being in line, you're side by side. So you can you know, you can have your side, your buddy can have the other. Does it come in a swan shape? No. <laughs> it's coming. That might be a that might be a good April Fool's joke for them. <laughs> well my my joke's always been I'm gonna I'm gonna get one of those and take the seat out and mount a lazy boy on it. And there you go. Chill out, chill out. Put a TV on our, yeah. like on an arm yeah. hanging yeah. over your face. TV on arm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Brian, when you're when you're reclined, how do you pedal it? Yeah, what's your, what's your system there? That's not important. We'll, we'll that's okay, right? Ethan, right. That's We're not just important. floating. We're floating, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll cross that bridge. <laughs> I'm just thinking comfort, you know, like taking a nap on my blue sky, my yep. boy with a rod in my hand. Yep. Well, you know what's cool about that boat too is it's it's not that bad price wise compared to like some bigger pedal, yeah, 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 some yeah. bigger pedal kayaks. It's right in line with those. Yeah. Yeah, I see yeah. your dad in that, Brian. I still do. I totally see your dad in that. I will. I will say. I think the you know you're talking price, not that price. I think the best bang for your buck, at least for you know what you're getting is uh, you know honestly I've, I've talked a lot about Native. That was kind of our first fishing kayak line at the yep. shop. Um, but the Titan is the Titan Ten Five is twenty five hundred dollars. Not right. that bad. You no, know, it's, it's not. It's, sweet boat that is you know it, it, for being a big boat it's in line with a lot of the smaller ones if not cheaper so what is the rule of thumb the longer the kayak the faster it goes it's a generalization but yeah um you know you got okay. a long a longer water line um to to glide across across the surface so you know that's why you see like 
you're looking at ocean ocean kayaking, sea kayaking. Those boats are 17, 16, 17, 18 feet long, narrow. So long water line, they really, you know, slide across. You're doing long island crossings. They need to be efficient as possible. A shorter boat, a little less efficient in that, you know, and, and fishing kayaks don't really play by this rule, but, you know, some like nine, ten foot boats, they, they, they kind of, they like to meander as you're paddling it, and you're kind of constantly correcting that. And, you know, with the fact that you're meandering, you don't have a long water line, you're always trying to to correct that to keep in a straight line, you're just not getting the most efficient uh, efficient paddling. So, yeah, something longer that tracks straighter, has more glide. Yeah, absolutely. A longer boat is tends to be faster. So, Ethan, you talked a little bit about we were – um chatting a little earlier and um you guys have a have an event you put on once a year is that right yeah did i get that yep. right yeah maybe tell, tell us a little bit about it yeah what's it called yeah it's called canucopia um again another event that's kind of been um, founded since the inception of rutabaga um, but it is uh, it, it grows every single year so we're we move the entire store uh, for the second weekend of March to the Align Energy Center. Um, I was explaining this to you earlier this week, Scott, but we have three semi-trucks that we park out back. And um, over the course of a few days, we literally dismantle our entire store, fixtures, products, and we load everything into these semi-trucks. And then we get them dro driven over to the Align Energy Center. We unload them in a day and a half and open up the show for two and a half days. Um, we've got like over 200 vendors that come in. They bring in a bunch of their products um, as, as well as our products. So you really get to see the full line from these vendors. You've got their um, factory sales reps, their uh, you know, builders, you know, everybody from those companies is staffing their booths and just want to see you getting out on the water. Um, and it's a really, you know, it's never like, uh, you know, oh, you're in the Jackson booth, you're, you're buying Jackson, oh, you're in the wilderness booth you're buying like everyone works together to find the right the right fit for you so um really really amazing event uh, we get you know, 15 20 000 people that come for two and a half days you get people you know international customers come in and we got no way that's over awesome. uh, over about 150 speakers um, so we have seminars all day every day we got like six, six to seven to eight seminars going on at one time but you know you, you don't always have to miss miss one thing to see another thing because people are talking multiple times throughout the weekend. That's awesome. And then Sunday night we pack it all up and bring it back to the store and open up again a few days later. Yeah. That's crazy. So, and, and that's like, uh, Canucopia is like supposed to be known as, uh, like the biggest paddle sports show in the United States, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Paddle, biggest, uh, uh, consumer paddle sports show in the United States. Uh, I think you could argue in the world as well. Yeah, sure. that's um, you know definitely kind of made a name you know for ourselves. We get you know people that you know we, we're already selling tickets to that thing. Um, you know people, you know it, it, it's like a family reunion for a lot of a lot of people. You know they come in and see see people they only get to see once or twice a year, and it's all just paddle sports specific. It's it's really a it's, you know it's. You know, we're, we're selling stuff, you know, everything is at a discount, uh, significant discount. You can special order new stuff at a discount. But, you know, really at the end of the day, and like, you know, uh, those of us who are organizing, and it's like, yeah, we're a profit-driven business. You know, it is what it is. But we just want to see people enjoying what we enjoy, and Kinecopia is like the best way for us to do that. 
We just want people to have a good time. No, that's awesome. I think that's a great message for sure. And I I mean, it only helps, you know, build the kayak community for sure. Absolutely. You know, paddle sport community, I guess I should say. Yep. Um, But no, that's awesome because that's pretty much in line with, you know, our guidelines for sure. So then then you mentioned the 200 vendors, so I'm assuming it's – it's all the kayak manufacturers. It's uh, that you guys carry. It's all the, all the apparel, all the trail. I mean, representatives literally from all your product lines. Everything is there, plus more. That's awesome. You know, so it's not plus just more. the. So I mean, it's it's for a, for a retail store it is Rutabaga's retail store for the weekend. But we bring in, um, so all of our vendors come in, and then just other other companies in the industry that just want to be there. Um, you know, we, we bring them in as well, you know, other, uh, other manufacturers. So it's not, you know, if you were to go to rutabaga.com, you know, you'll see kind of a different list of what you would see on kinecopia.com of, of who's coming. That's awesome. We totally got to hit that, Brian. Uh, I think we should set up a booth. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I'm looking at the Kinecopia page right now. you got 114 days left, March 8th, 9th, and 10th. It's coming up quick. That's it will amazing. come up quick, especially for us. You know, we've been having meetings about it since August. So. Oh, I bet. It's almost here. <laughs> so then there was one other event you mentioned, too. Um, and I yeah. can't remember the name of it. The Wisconsin Fishing Expo um, at the same spot, Lion Energy Center, uh, a couple weeks beforehand. So that's February 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. You know, it is a really, you know, it's a motorboat and, um, you know, accessory-driven show, but several years ago we you know we, we wanted wanted in and set up our booth and you know now it's to the point where the the, the organizers who are who are awesome they've run just such a such an incredibly smooth show um got nothing but good things to say about those guys and how what they do here um but you know last year they opened up the, the what they call the kayak corridor which is um it's like something like 3,000 square feet of of extra space that is dedicated to kayaking um and kayak fishing so you know, a bunch of bunch of good stuff in there. So, you know, that's, you know, we came in, you know, a long time ago, really not to sell. Like we, we weren't, you know, we weren't, while we do sell at the show, it wasn't our main goal. Again, it was, it was a promotion thing. We just wanted to show, we wanted people who are walking by, uh, you know, some, you know, 20,000 plus dollar bass boats to look over at, you know, the kayaks we have on the, on the floor and be like, Oh wait, I can do everything that I can in this bass boat and this kayak for yep. a fraction of the cost and, you know, storage in the winter is easier, all that good stuff. And so like last year we expanded our booth and this year doing it again. And we'll have uh, manufacturer reps in the booth booth as well. You know, we'll have wilderness, old town, Jackson, native, bonafide, you know, they're going to have people in the rutabaga booth at the, at the show. And, you know, again, just trying to trying to promote the promote the sport to you know a lot of people who aren't aren't super familiar with it. We're gonna be at that one too, Brian, aren't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been to the uh, <clears throat> the fishing show before. I haven't been to Canucopia, but uh, I've definitely been to the the uh, fishing show, the Madison Fishing Show, and in that Allegiant Center is huge. Is that in Milwaukee? Yeah. No, no, no. It's in Madison. It's, it's in, in Madison. Madison. Okay. Yeah, it's really, it's fairly close to your guys' shop, right? Yeah, it's Too like a mile away. and a half down the road. Yeah, down oh, okay. in there. That's not yeah, bad. Yeah, it's, it's it's easy to get to. It's it's not too far away. Yeah, and they got plenty of parking. I remember I 
thought I lost my car the one time I went up there for it because, you know, there's huge parking lots. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, I went for the fishing show one year, and it was really good, well laid out, um, and all that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of stoked to hit both shows for sure this year. That'd be awesome. No, we definitely got to do that. Yeah. It's a good, it's a, it's a great way to kick off the, the season. You know, yeah, snow is melting, ice is getting out. We all start getting that fever, that paddling fever. And yeah, you know, what better way to to spend it than being surrounded by other people with that same exact fever? Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. So, so Ethan, if 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 our listeners want to find out more about your shop, etc., uh, kind of where do they go? Yeah, uh, rutabaga.com. Spell it just like the vegetable, R-U-T-A-B-A-G-A.com. Got a bunch of stuff up there. Uh, Canucopia.com is, you know, the, the website for, for, for the show. Um, and, you know, we're, we're, we've got, you know, Facebook, the Instagram, all that good stuff as well. Awesome. Well, I'm telling you, man, this hour, like, flew by, Brian. Yeah, I, I, it, 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 I just noticed the time that, you know, this is it's been a good, good chat <laughs> yeah, no, sure. yeah and i'm sure we could go i'm done with my coffee by the way i don't i don't yeah. know if you guys are but I, I finished mine oh yeah 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 i, I finished mine <laughs> plus uh half of a starbucks coffee iced coffee that i brought with me <laughs> you're not going to bed anytime yeah, soon probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well ethan thanks so much for coming on uh, on the pod man this was awesome yeah. we really enjoyed having you um uh from from the aspect of uh, of um, we're going to be in touch, man, because again we're looking at pedal kayaks, so uh, we'll yeah. definitely be be talking about uh, potentially putting a, me and or Brian in a new boat. So yeah, and I yeah, know come on, our, come on down. Yeah, I know one of our listeners, um, Jacob Ruff. He's out in Waukesha, Wisconsin, and uh, me and him have been emailing back and forth, and he's looking at getting into a new pedal drive next year. So we'll send him your way, Ethan, because I know you're nice and he's somewhat close to you guys so yeah for sure great we'll see, yeah we'll yeah we've <laughs> we've got the options we'll we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get them going you know awesome sweet, sweet. cool thanks out, for Brian? having me guys oh yeah, thanks no, you thank you ethan. ethan yeah thanks for your time man um you have been a wealth of uh knowledge and information yeah this was awesome so we'll have to get you back on maybe uh right before canucopia when you get all crazy busy yeah, before you get, yeah. Ripping your hair out as you're packing up the store. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, we, we definitely appreciate it, man. Um, you know, so you got anything else? And I got nothing, man. You got any announcements, anything? Um, all the sticker decals from our um, Facebook posting and Instagram postings went out of the mail uh, this week. So those should be showing up at people's doorsteps this week. So we just want to say thanks to everybody that reached out to us for the uh, decals. I think you guys will be surprised when you open your envelopes. And uh, just want to say thanks to that. As always, you guys can uh, hit us up, find the podcast, things like that. Uh, all the info, what's going on with us at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. All our social media links. And uh, I think that's it. That's it. It's a wrap, man. All right, guys. Till next time. Tight lines and smooth paddling.